Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. You're on Clyde Yorkshire. This is the station for white women. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Clyde Yorkshire. You are on the station for white women. We want to thank you for being here on Spotify. If you want to support us, you can go to your cash app and put the symbol and type in, punch in, Ebony Republicans. Ebony Republicans. We want to thank you. I just finished listening to the Black Conservative Federation. You can feel the spirit of God in the building. Black men are coming to their natural positions in their families and in this country. And you can just feel the hairs standing up on the neck and the back of black women. They never thought that they would see this day. They thought we were too dumbed down dealing with the crime bill, the incarceration stuff. We would never walk with pride and dignity as the fathers of our homes, our children being taken captive by the state, awarded to the women that they're controlling and federalized and turned into human resources. While they turned the homes into concentration camps for the mothers, giving them vouchers for lease to cars and housing projects, affirmative action and debit cards, Medicaid, and creating a booby trap world for black men to find themselves at every turn dealing with her man, the federal government. They always sick the attorney general, family court, using taxpayers' dollars, pay to play. There she becomes the backbone of the Democratic Party. She gets to go into all of his jobs and furnish her home and make her comfortable bed like a black widow and lure the black men in. One baby father after the next. The moment they drop their load, they are summoned by the attorney general. This is their booty. We are just leasing and renting for the moment. Guys, welcome to the show. You're on Clyde Yorkshire. This is the station for white women. Now, if you're a black man, how well do you know black women? Do you know them at all? What are they doing while you're sleeping? Don't make any sudden moves. As you might be listening to this in your headphone. Just look over at her. What is she thinking about? What is the role she play in the Democratic Party? What do she tell other black women? What does she feel her role is in the marriage? What does she believe a marriage is? And does she know what the justice of peace is? See, a lot of them are quiet, but they know all about maritime law and how the judicial system and a federal government is against black men. She's a human resource. She knows very well. She works with them. She's part of, she's an officer of the court, the federal court. So she knows all too well. But again, who is this black woman? Is she part of the feminati? What are the things you can't say as a black man? 
will she love you the same if you're conservative or Republican? Or will that start to break cracks into your relationship? Have you ever heard any other people other than black women 100% on any party? Did you know the fathers had to be removed out of the homes in order for them to accomplish that will? And she signed off on most of that. As a black man, have you looked up the welfare state? Now, we know most things don't move unless the good liberal white man says so. Pipelines, economy, weapons. Black women would not be anywhere if the liberal white man did not have in his interest to move her into these community colleges, these housing projects, socialism, because this is his project. Part of it is putting a dress on you. Now, we know the rappers, as powerful as they talk that old gangster shit, but you got to go see and bend, your, bend over and take it up the butt. Go to one of the Diddy parties, the Baphomet parties. Kiss that ass ring. You know that. Put on that dress. Or run like Dave Chappelle for $50 million. Or sit there and tell Oprah your story. And she knows because she's part of it. Gail King, Fannie Willis, all of the old black women. Sneaky, cunning, cutting the hair of Samson. Don't, isn't that right, Delilah? Black women know the good old white man has got her back. Ask Tiffany Hinyard, the mayor from Dalton who's robbing the people blind. Roland Martin says nothing. Creates funds, charities that are illegal. Stealing Again, from the taxpayer. Stealing from the taxpayer. What do we say? Nothing. Why do we say nothing? Because most of us have felonies, thanks to the federal government. Most of us are living with a woman now, just as they designed it, as they put the chicken stores, the liquor stores, and everything else in your neighborhood the gas stations, they, they, they architect, they, 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 they draw this out. All of the bad grocery stores, it's all there. The welfare state finally is falling apart. As a black man, have you ever wondered why there's so many black women in community college? We're, they're graduated and we're not? We're in jail, they're not. We're in the graveyard, the tombstones, the flowers to go with it. They don't have them, they just get to cry and get up there. And they are a part of the system that's doing this to us. We are being hoodwinked as black men. I wanna take a moment and get you niggas right. Just being scared of that old bitch. Man up, you're a man. She hear me listening to this. I'm beginning to jump. You said this is the station for the white woman. Oh, Lord. You scared of that good white coochie? You scared to say the white women are in shape? They take care of themselves? They're easier to talk to? They give you more respect? They do Christmas better? Don't be scared, nigga. Stand up. And guess what? I love you. Let's get to it. Glory to God. It's amazing. Glory to God. God is good, right? Excuse me. I'm going to take these glasses off because the lights are shining. Um, I don't have a speech prepared tonight because I'm calling on the Holy Spirit to just put words in my mouth. Glory to God. 
I love you, man. BCF. I never considered myself a conservative growing up in Texas. Family full of Democrats who've always told me and taught me the same old things. Now get this straight. Daddy was never a Democrat. He could go either left or right. Whatever worked. It was only the moment they removed him. The old Lyndon Bain Johnson switcheroo that we become firmly Democrats based on black women and the old liberal white man's engineering. Just like we didn't have unwanted pregnancies and a bunch of gang violence until Mammy became in control. Come on. To me in 2015 when some person came down this es escalator and started to change a lot of our minds. Amen. God had his hand on him. And I saw it. And I realized that today we have a calling on our lives. I don't care what color you are, but the black conservative has a calling on our lives. Our kids, I just came straight from a prison. That's why I don't have on a tuxedo, because I got some clean tuxes, I tell you that. I didn't have time to put it on. I came straight from the panhandle of Florida, talking to a bunch of men in prison. And the problem is... This is how the black woman became the main force on the Democratic Party, helping to incarcerate you during the men in the house rule. All of a sudden, they're all down in the municipal court buildings, all of the corporate buildings now. All you're in charge, you got debit cards, brand new cars, and they, they, they're talking pretty reckless. Man, the problem is, is most of the men look just like me. And the problem even that's even bigger is the fact that most of those men never had a daddy in their lives. And now we sit in a country with 18.6 million fatherless kids. And we're talking about Republican and Democrat and Independent. No! We need conservative values put back in our homes, back in our schools, and back in this society. Now, if he's married to a black woman, I hope she is a conservative or if she's neutral because he, his shit might be sitting outside the door talking like this. And it's not gonna wait. It's not waiting for anybody. Our kids are hurting. They shooting each other. I was a captain on three NFL teams. God bless me. I led men. I've led men all my life. I watched the Super Bowl this year and I see a parade where there's kids shooting at each other and killing people at a parade in the greatest country on earth. We have a crisis on our hands. These kids have no guidance. That the federal government created under social engineering along with his helper, Smeagol, or the black woman of America. Come on. The Ten Commandments is non-existent. That's why I walk around with my Bible. Because I want people to see me with this. It's the only way.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me say a quick prayer, guys. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we continue to go through these emotions and these hard times in our country, the division and the hatred is real, Lord. But everybody that's listening to this broadcast, be it a white, black, other woman, male, female, or whatever they got out there, Lord, we are coming together. And I want you to get let go of that anxiety. I love you. You love us and we love each other. May God bless you and continue to bring us closer to one another and make this great country something that we've never even expected it to be and turn back into a beacon of light and hope for the rest of the world to follow. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. And that is what BCF stands for. Rallying the black conservative, reminding the black father that we have an obligation, not just for the kids that we create, but the now you see how this is different from the Democratic Party? We're talking about the fathers over here today. We're talking about the men. We're talking about the American household. That's important. We're not talking about a woman's right to choose. You take that shit down the block because we talk about it when we get there. But we're talking about the fathers that y'all helped remove. Now you see Joe Biden sitting down with some fried chicken trying to talk to a father and his son. Guys, it's too late for that. It's too late. The woke left and their woman king and everything else like that, it's too late for that, baby. It's too late. In our communities that we need to inspire so they can grow up to dream to be like Byron Donalds. Again, black women have never known one day without her likeness and her image. We, for the last 30, 40 years, young black boys don't have a likeness and an image because the federal government removed it along with black women. Come on. And dream to be like Ben Carson and go do brain surgeries on people. The black conservatives are the leaders of this nation and we have to speak louder and we have to be specific, but we can't just keep talking about the problems. We've got to be willing to pay the price for the solutions. Are we going to go into prisons and jails? Are we going to pass policies on prisons and jails and never go inside? Are we going to go into the inner city schools? Or are we going to be the pundits and just talk about the issues with reading and math proficiency levels? What are we going to do? Are we going to spend our money for organizations like BCF? Are we, are we going to keep having the underfunded black organizations? I just heard that someone's going to match every dollar raised tonight. Every dollar raised. And I give a lot of my own money to men and women all over the world. We feed about 5,000 kids a day. Glory to God. But today I'm giving $5,000 right now to BCF. I know it's being matched. And I'm calling on each and every one of you to do the same. I paid for my own flight. I ain't getting paid to speak. Y'all with me? Before I leave, I'm gonna, if you go up, just bow your heads. I gotta pray real quick, because God's telling me to do it. Father God, I know there's already been prayer in this house, and I call upon you right now to put it on the hearts of the people, Father God, so that they put their treasure, Father God, behind organizations like this, Father. But I ask that you put a spirit of service in this place, Father God, 
Inspire us, Father God. Motivate us, Father God. Your word said that you did not come here to be served, but to serve and to give your life as a ransom to many. Father God, put the servant heart into the men and women in here, Father God. May the black men in here stand and rise up to fight this. That's right. Make it clear. May the black men who have been trampled over by the federal government and feminati black women. That's before us, Father. The last word of the Old Testament says, he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers. Lest I smite the earth with a curse, Father God. We see that curse, we feel that curse, Father God, and as black conservative, we will stand today affirmed and in agreement that we will fight against it, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you guys. Wow, that was powerful, guys. We got more. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the vice president of the Black Conservative Federation, Quentin Jordan. <laughs> Wherever you are, all over this country, the barbershop, the gang members, you in a lodge, you're a Freemason, a Shriner, a Blood, a Crip, a GD, a BD, a Christian, a Muslim. We are calling on all black men today. It is that time. Let's go. Well, good evening, South Carolina. I don't know who picked that song as my intro, but that's going to be hard to follow up. <laughs> we couldn't have asked for a more beautiful crowd than what we have here with us tonight. For us to be in Columbia for the first time and receive this amount of support is truly an incredible feeling. So on behalf of everybody at the Black Conservative Federation, I want to give you all a round of applause. When we first started this journey to expand conservative principles across America, specifically in black communities, not only were we told that movements and rooms like this didn't exist, but we were told that they couldn't exist. The main thing that we heard was, well, we've tried. We've gone into the communities and we've talked to people about politics and they just don't want to hear it. My response was, well, good. Luckily, we didn't plan to go and talk to people about politics. See, our approach is a little different. When we show up in communities and we meet people where they're at, we don't go and talk about politics. We talk about topics that people actually care about. Here's a little Chico for you. I like to call it the four Fs. Family, faith, freedom, and finances. Now, I'm pretty confident that I can have a conversation with now, almost anybody on the Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is exactly what the Democrats don't want. They don't want black men with the microphone. They don't want black men talking. They don't want you to see how intelligent we are. And black women are nowhere near smarter than us. But when you got the federal government, when you have the federal government 
working using taxpayers dollars to create the narrative and the fake news media and the black church all conspiring together with the Democratic Party, George Soros, the feminists. This is what you get. Are you with me? Are you okay? Don't get lost. Don't get worried. It's time to get to the bottom of what is wrong in this country. And it is time for a change. It is time, finally, to get rid of racism. Get rid of hate. Get rid of the blame game. Get rid of fake talking points. And, again, respectfully, they are waiting right in the wing for us so they can start their foolishness, their black talking points and their black narratives. Bringing a black woman out. These guys are dangerous. Let's go. On at least one of those topics. And if you find yourself in a situation where you can't have a conversation with somebody on one of those topics, well, quite frankly, it's not the message that they don't want to hear. It's the messenger that they don't care to hear it from. And that's where our organization thrives. See, the reality is that people are comfortable having uncomfortable conversations with people they feel they can relate to. So when we show up in community... Guys, didn't we tell you this? This is why white women is key to our platform. Black men are willing to have any conversation, including the federal government screwing us over. Okay, and we have these conversations with white women mainly because these are our teachers, like mine. These have been... Uh, our social workers, our guidance counselors, like myself, and I felt comfortable talking to white women because, yeah, when I wanted to commit suicide, when I wanted to go shoot somebody, there was a little pretty blonde-headed woman that said, wait a minute, you don't have to do that. And I said, well, why not? I, 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 I like shooting niggas. I, I, I want to go and, 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 and bang out. I'm not scared of them. I wanted to prove to her I'm tough. And... Her being a smart woman, a little bit more educated than me, she finished with her schooling. I did not. She could see through that. You're going to grow up and be a senator. No, I'm not. I'm going to be a murderer. Jesus. I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a basketball player, a rapper. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do what I want to do. She said, "No, baby, you're going to be somebody." I am somebody. And that is how and that is why we as little boys we have no hate in our heart it is our mothers who the federal government use to deputize us into the hate mechanism that they created in our quote-unquote households if you will why the fathers are gone we don't come prepared with solutions to problems before we ever even hear what the problems are we listen we listen to the concerns and the issues that voters have, and we amplify their messages back to politicians and back to community leaders. And when we do that, we co-create better solutions, better communities, better policies, and an overall better America. Our country needs leadership that understands that they work for the people of this country. That means that we need leadership that listens. Leaders who are not afraid to take on the challenging questions, 
leaders who aren't campaigning from their basements and going on vacation a hundred times a year. We need leaders who encourage us to be the masters of our lives and of our circumstances, not leaders who encourage us to believe that we're victims of it. And most importantly, thank you. Most importantly, we need leaders who help us to restore the belief that the American dream is still alive and is now more attainable than ever. And the one promise that I can make you all tonight is that every speaker who graces this stage and who has graced this stage is one of those exact same leaders who I just described. And with your help, our organization is gonna do what it takes to make sure that they drive this country forward. We have an opportunity to create historic change in this country come election time. The black vote is up for grabs. The black community wants a leader who would... Now the Democrats will have something to say about that. Your mothers and black women. Guys, we are attempting something very bold because these women, like Cleopatra, who hated her brother and went to Caesar, these women will do anything to protect the power and not to fall up under black men again. Guys, this is a dangerous situation we're in. Even if it's her having to team up with George Soros, the deep state, team up with the attorney general, weaponized federal government, and start taking us out. That is how dangerous these women are. Because they cannot be uncovered. It's done already, honey. Sit back and we'll have mercy on you. More energetic to go to bat for them than for their own personal gain. And I think we just, we have just a candidate for that. You'll hear from him pretty soon tonight. So, the next promise I'll make you guys is that our organization will be on the ground, in the communities, across the country, making sure that we spread these conservative principles and these messages that our conservative and our fearless conservative politicians are putting forward to make sure that we have not only a better black America, but a better America for all citizens. Guys, if you are a white person listening to this, do you feel uncomfortable with what this man is saying? Did he say any bullshit? Is he saying anything that's kind of wise? Yeah, he must have got some good white coochie. That's why he's talking like that. Or does it sound like, guys, you know what? Shame on us. The federal government did do this. They have hushed up, silenced black men. They have been working side by side with Oprah, Gail King, Maxine Waters, Fannie Willis. Yes, they have. They've been working with Gail King, Whoopi Goldberg, they have their feminati and the black men who are afraid and feminine, they get down or lay down. Don't you feel the difference? Do you hear any hate, any contention? Or do you feel uncomfortable? Or do you feel like, damn, this is the type of America I actually want? That. Thank you guys again for coming out. We appreciate it. My name is Quentin Jordan. I'm the vice president of the Black Conservative Federation, and we can't thank you all enough for being here, so thank you again. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the president of the Black Conservative Federation, Deontay Johnson.
ladies and gentlemen, you might be worried and nervous for us, but I assure you. Thank you all so much. Thank you all so much. I am speechless. I'm looking out over this room, and I hope CNN is back there somewhere. I hope MSNBC, MSNBC, because we got a room full of black conservatives. Black women are cringing? Christian black women. Divorced black women. Hate on a man black women. I don't need nobody but Jesus black women. Are angry to hear this. MSNBC, you should see why he called them networks out. Those are the ones who sponsored the Don Lemons, the Joy Reeds, right? They, 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 they're the fake news. They come up with the fake narratives, right? You know who they are. Man haters. Come on. Hold on, hold on, because I didn't see people stand up about this. We got a room full of black conservatives. And we got a room full of black conservatives that in November is going to vote to re-elect Donald J. Trump. Listen, the left better get ready because we're ready. Listen. We are ready in all 50 states. We're going to have the first beginning civil war spiritually in the black community. We are going to fight for our homes, fight for our country, and we are not playing this time. We're not taking no prisoners at all. No retreat, no surrender. It's up. The Black Conservative Federation, we are prepared. We're prepared and we are going to come after this election like we've never come after elections before. And the first group we're, tar we're targeting is black men. Hello, somebody. I, I hope my white girls on these college campuses, I hope you are listening. I told you all of this time, this was going on in America. We are fighting and black men will be the key component. So when you hear me keep saying this is a station for white women, oh, you know what? It's starting to make sense. Of course it is. Let's go. The Democratic Party has literally pushed black men aside. Not only have they put now, he never said that they pushed black women aside or the black community. They did not. They pushed the black men so she can become the backbone of the Democratic Party, so she could become the head of the household. She could be backed by the Attorney General, by the Secretary of State. You name it, jurisprudence. My God, let's go, sir. Men aside, they have taken them out of the homes. They're taking them out of the schools and they're trying to take them out of the, the birth room every chance they get. Now, this is true for even me. The left, the liberals, every single time I had a child, I had to fight to stay in the room. They had these absurd things that was going on, the lighting, the blinds, we only can have one person in here because of the oxygen levels, because of the 
whatever. You know, the woman, we don't want her to panic and forget where she is. So could you step out, sir? Guys, it is these people are demonic and it's the women who are going along with it. Don't just blame the Democrats. Come on. But ladies and gentlemen, they're coming back home and they're coming to the Republican Party. President Donald Trump got 20% of the black vote in 2020. And I said it on Fox News and people thought I was crazy. And I'm going to say it again today that I believe that President Trump is going to get 50% of the black male vote. Our board member Jack Brewer said it. We have a donor here tonight that has graciously agreed to match every donation we receive today. I don't ask y'all for much. And I'm, we're not even asking you guys for much. $5, $10, $25, every cent goes into the field. And if you guys know the Black Conservative Federation, you know that we're putting people at, at the doors. We're knocking doors. And I'm probably going to call some of y'all to say, hey, do you got any door knockers in Wisconsin? Do you got any door knockers in Pennsylvania? Because we got to make sure that we win this election. Before I move any further, this event would not be possible without so many of you guys in the room. But when I look out of this room, I see our first event, we had 70 people. 70 people. Little conference room. That's where the after parties in the little conference room. But we had 70 people at our first event. But I had to give thanks to the best business partner, the best friend, confidant, and the best vice president I've ever had, and that is Quentin Jordan. And I have something for you. Show to show my job, and listen, y'all don't have to work with me. I'm not the easiest person to work with. So as I close, as I close, I just want to thank you all so much. We got, we got Secretary Carson in the room today. Can we give a hand clap for him? And his amazing wife, Candy. We have someone who is a mother to all, a grandmother to all and just a loving person, the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King, Alveda, Alveda, Dr. Alveda King. Where's Bill Dotson and Modern Door for their amazing sponsorship for making sure that this event was possible? Dan Kramer, I see Dan Kramer there. We have so many amazing individuals, Modern Door, um, Rod Derillis, I think, I think he's in the room. And I just thank you guys all. And listen, because my time is up and they're going to start dinging and everything. I just want to thank you guys. And listen, visit us at bcfaction.com and $5, $10. We just ask to continue to keep this organization going. Thank you all and God bless you all. So I guess I'm still here because I got to give out some awards, some more awards. 
So the first person that I'm going to give this award to is an amazing individual. And you guys heard from her today. And when I pick up the phone and call her, she has the best spirit I've ever seen. Just, I've never seen her upset. Never seen her angry. And she just, she's really sold out for the movement. She's really in, in, all in. Y'all all right? God is good. 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 Well, I'll keep it brief because I just like to sing and then go sit down and let everybody else talk. Let me just first say real quick, I'll, I'll take a few minutes, uh, say thank you to Deontay Quentin and the Black Conservative Federation. It's wonderful to be here this evening and certainly an honor to celebrate God and celebrate America and people assembled in this room who love both. Do you see how different black women sound when they love their country? They don't sound angry. They don't sound like they, someone's telling them they're reading off a teleprompter. It's all the white man's fault. It's a huge difference in us guys. We be looking like Jehovah's Witnesses out there. You hear me? was restoring the American is restoring the American dream and my story is the American dream I'm just a little small town Oklahoma girl who loves Jesus raised by a precious single mother chosen by God to serve America it is a blessing to serve to give your life in service to God love of country and to all of you America as I approach the 20-year mark of singing across the world, what a blessing it has been that 15 years of this melodic journey has been dedicated to singing and serving America. From my days serving as a young staffer at the White House to President Bush, to now a professional career having sung for four consecutive U.S. presidents, my favorite being the 45th president, my dear friend, President Trump, and I want to honor the president. It's been a blessing to travel all over the country for a long time with President Trump, singing our patriotic music, and he and the former First Lady Melania Trump have been very kind to me, and so I want to honor them uh, as he comes tonight. Singing the patriotic song track of our lives as Americans has been the greatest honor. I want you to take a minute tonight and reflect on your American journey, and you will see that all of our collective lives mirror the combination of service, truth, and freedom. These are now, ladies and gentlemen, I will leave this in a description so you can watch the rest of it. In fact, I'll get to that right now as we speak. Great, great. In fact, I'm going to go home and watch the rest of this. Just a beautiful, beautiful situation, guys. I've never seen anything like it. Just a wonderful beautiful uh inspiration but let's end this off the correct way you guys ready let's end this off right all right let's get to it when the black woman is doing the right thing and not being led by the demonic left it is such a beautiful thing she's angelic and she is worth putting our seeds into her womb when she's not doing the right thing, it's hell to pay. Let's end this the correct way. You guys ready?
What's up, Facebook Live? We have G-Star Swain. So please, she's about to sing us a rendition of the Star Spangled Banner in the Lincoln Warrior. And listen to the acoustics in Who said that I was going to do that? Hey, man, listen. I know, I know, I know. She's afraid. Now here's a black woman in Lincoln Memorial, all kinds of people there, Asians, whites, blacks, liberals, Democrats, and this damn woman is just gonna let her voice shut the hell. I mean, there's gotta be at least 300 people there. And they're all doing their own thing. They, a lot of people don't know each other. There's some families and friends. And this woman is going to stop everybody. Take a look. What's gonna do? You video people? Video, she live right Don't you do that. No, don't do it. Let the music speak. Go ahead. And kids, y'all stay over there. Don't get in the way. By the way, everyone is silent at this time. Everyone, all 300 and some people, all nationalities, they just looking like, what the?